What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my week 13 tight end start sits. As always, going through every single matchup, talking about every fantasy relevant tight end, list them as either a start, fringe option, or a sit. The starts are going to be the tight ends you fire up with confidence, typically like your mid to high end tight end ones, the fringe plays more your back end tight end ones, high end tight end twos, six teams on buy. So you may have to be pivoting to, you know, some fringe options, players off of waivers, um, I'll also have the quarterback start sits out today. Those are already posted. Running backs, wide receivers were posted yesterday. And then my running back and wide receiver rankings will be out tomorrow. But let's dive into the first matchup, Thursday Night Football, Seahawks taking on the Cowboys. Now for the Seahawks here, looking at Noah Fant, I guess he's somewhat, you know, earning more routes than guys like Parkinson or um, Will Disley, but this is still very much a committee. So I don't have a ton of interest in playing Noah Fant. He's going to be a sit for me. And then for the Cowboys, I have Ferguson as a fringe option. I think I had him as a start maybe the past couple of weeks. He just hasn't quite been able to consistently command a lot of volume. He's definitely involved. He definitely has touchdown upside on this offense, but just in terms of consistently commanding a lot of targets to get a decent floor, it hasn't necessarily been there. So I think he's more of like a back end tight end one, definitely still playable, but he will be a uh, fringe option for me this week. Then looking over at Sunday, we have the Chargers taking on the Patriots. Really not interested in this tight end matchup here. Gerald Everett actually had a really nice game in uh, week 12, but this is still a committee. Him and Parham are still splitting snaps, so just not super interested in that tight end committee. And then for uh, Hunter Henry here with the Patriots, just not a ton of production after the first uh, couple weeks of the season. Now, one of the uh, better tight end matchups this week, Lions taking on the Saints. Probably the only tight end matchup that has three potential viable tight end options. For the Lions, I mean, pretty self-explanatory. Sam Laporta has been really impressive. There was some concern with, you know, his lack of production in the games where both Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery were healthy. He put together a nice game with both those guys healthy on Thanksgiving. So continue to fire him up as a mid to high end tight end one. And then for the Saints here, they are definitely dealing with some problems at the wide receiver position, injuries to Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, and Rashid Shahid. I think they're definitely going to be relying on Taysom Hill, both on the ground um, and as a pass catcher running routes, also potentially throwing the ball a couple times a game. This just seems like one of those spots where Taysom Hill is going to have a really strong workload because they're going to need to manufacture opportunities for some of these other weapons. Taysom Hill is one of those guys. So I have Taysom Hill as a pretty solid start here. And then I have Jawan Johnson as a uh, fringe option here. He's definitely a guy who's going to benefit from those wide receiver injuries. Last week in week 12, he saw an 85% raw participation was second on the team with seven targets. Chris Olave was number one, and he left with that concussion. I think Jawan Johnson could definitely end up being very involved this week here for the Saints. So he's going to be a fringe play for me, probably like a fringe tight end one. Um, moving over to the Falcons-Jets matchup. For the Falcons at this point, I just don't know how much we can trust Kyle Pitts. Unfortunately, he's going to be a sit for me. Um, really only want to be playing Bijan Robinson, and then I guess Drake London is like a wide receiver three play. Also sitting Jonu Smith, had the nice stretch going in the middle of the season. Last couple of weeks have not been great. Then for the Jets, going to be sitting Tyler Conklin. This passing attack is just so unbelievably bad. Um, in the next one, we have the Cardinals taking on the Steelers. For the Cardinals, I still really like Trey McBride. His usage week to week is very solid. He's coming through. He's commanding a lot of volume, really come alive since the uh, Zach Ertz injury. He's definitely going to be a locked in start. And then for the Steelers here with Pat Frymuth, 
Frymuth finally did something, had his first boom game of the season, was targeted 11 times, caught nine of them for 120 receiving yards. He was really the weapon who was able to capitalize on like the first really solid Kenny Pickett game. Deontay and George Pickens both kind of uh, underperformed. Now, personally, I don't have a ton of confidence that he is going to maintain this. Obviously not expecting him to go for like 120 every single week, but in terms of being someone you want to consistently play and have a lot of confidence in, I don't know if he's going to be that moving forward. He's still only at a 68% route participation, which is not great. Um, And prior to that week 12 game, in his five other games, Frymuth had totaled under 10 receiving yards in four out of those five. That is unbelievably bad. I understand he was solid in year one and year two. So there is some potential also with this offense looking better with no Matt Canada. But in terms of like having full confidence in Pat Frymuth, I'm definitely not there. He's going to be a fringe option for me, but I definitely don't think he's some sort of like set it and forget it um, tight end after one week. We see this a lot with some of these like, you know, mid to high end tight end twos. They'll have a boom game. People will get excited. They'll throw them into their lineup. And then the next week they'll just do, you know, nothing. These guys are going to have some boom games. I'm worried that kind of is just like one of the couple Frymuth is going to have this season. Now looking at a pretty rough tight end matchup, Colts taking on the Titans. For the Colts, I mean, really nothing going on here at the tight end position. Definitely going to be sitting Will Mallory, who I believe ran the most routes for them um, in week 12. And then for the Titans here, Chico Conquo coming off, I believe, his best game of the season. So good to see him getting some involvement. Still just not someone who's been able to string together fantasy-relevant uh, performances. So he's definitely going to be a sit. Looking at the Dolphins-Commanders matchup, Dolphins a team that's just not heavily targeting the tight end position. So Durham Smythe will be a sit. For the uh, Commanders, Logan Thomas hasn't had a really solid game over the past few weeks, mainly just due to the fact that he hasn't gotten into the end zone. He's still involved week to week, commanding some volume. I like him as a high-end tight end two play, like he pretty much is um, every single week. We're going to have the Broncos taking on the Texans. Broncos tight end position, not great. Definitely going to be uh, sitting Adam Troutman. For the Texans here, It may be surprising that Dalton Schultz here is a fringe option because he's coming off of a very impressive stretch. Uh, Prior to week 12, he had 11 or more PBR points in six of his last seven games. Then he goes out in week 12, catches only one pass for two yards, only targeted two times. And if that was like just a normal bad game, same usage, I'd still have him as a start. The problem was that he saw a major fall off in his usage kind of out of nowhere. He only had a 48% route participation, which if that continues is like completely unstartable. Uh, Brevin Jordan really increased his usage, only ran two fewer routes compared to Dalton Schultz. We'll see what it looks like this week. You know, maybe he was dealing with some sort of injury, but I really couldn't find any reports on it. So who knows there? Um, I mean, he was playing at a high level, so you'd think that usage would rise up, but who knows? I do think it's something we have to be a little bit weary of, which is why I do have him as a fringe option instead of like a uh, locked and start like I've had in previous weeks. Um, Looking at the divisional matchup between the Panthers and the Buccaneers, for the Panthers, definitely going to be sitting Tommy Tremble. Really rough offense here. Pretty tough uh, tight end room also. For the Buccaneers, I have Kate Otten as a fringe option. I think he's definitely emerged as like a solid streaming option with some tight end injuries and bye weeks. He is potentially playable, you know, moving forward. He's put up eight or more PPR points in five of his last six games. He's definitely not a super high ceiling guy week to week in those uh, six games, the five where he scored eight plus. He only went over 10 points one time. So he's been pretty locked into like that eight to 10 uh, point range. 
but like for a high-end tight end two at this point in the season, you'll take that kind of production as long as they're like not completely tanking in your lineup. You're going to feel okay about it. Um, and then the next matchup is going to be the Browns taking on the Rams. For the Browns here, David Njoku just continues to put up nice production. He's going to be a locked in start, commanding a lot of volume, whether it's with Deshaun Watson, Dorian Thompson Robinson, PJ Walker. He has just been very solid over the uh, last like five, six game stretch here. So he's a start for the Rams. I have Tyler Higby as a sit. This kind of gets into what I was talking about with Pat Fryermuth where sometimes we see these tight ends who maybe on waivers, they have a big game. People want to go out, pick them up, play them because maybe the tight end position isn't going great for them. For me, we had a long stretch of Tyler Higby being pretty unplayable in your fantasy lineups. We see a big game out of Matthew Stafford. Higby catches two touchdowns, Cup and Puka pretty much do nothing. I don't think this is a spot where like Tyler Higby is going to be overly involved moving forward. Cup's going to have his games. Puka's going to get going again. So I do have Tyler Higby here as a sit. I kind of just think it was like one of these one-off performances. Now, if Cup or Puka were to go down, not be playing, then I think Higby definitely becomes fringe-worthy. But with both those guys healthy, I really just don't have a ton of interest in uh, firing up Tyler Higby. Looking at one of the better tight end matchups, uh, 49ers taking on the Eagles. Probably the most exciting game this week. For the 49ers, you got to keep firing up George Kittle continues to produce even in a uh, pretty crowded room here with all these weapons. And then for the Eagles, we could be getting Dallas Goddard back. If Goddard is going to play, I just have to assume he's healthy enough. They feel confident. He should have a normal workload. I believe it's a forearm injury. So it doesn't seem like one of those things where he'd be super limited, kind of just a spot where you can either play or you can't. So if Goddard's playing, I'm starting him. If he's not playing, I will definitely not uh, be playing Jack Stoll. He will be a sit for me. Looking at the uh, Sunday night game, Chiefs taking on the Packers. For the Chiefs here, going to be firing up Travis Kelsey, obviously, as a uh, high-end tight end one. And then for the Packers, Tucker Craft pretty much came in and like slid right into that Luke Musgrave role with Luke Musgrave missing time. I don't know if the usage is going to be as strong once they get DeGuara back, um, but I mean, Musgrave wasn't really putting up great production. Tucker Craft, they deemed him to be not as good as Luke Musgrave, so not super optimistic. I'm about craft moving forward. And then the final game of the week, Bengals taking on the Jaguars. Bengals continue to roll out a tight end by committee. Going to be sitting Tanner Hudson. believe he's the guy who got into the end zone um, in week 12. And then the final team here, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have Evan Ingram as a start, and he's having a pretty unique season. He's currently the tight end seven in points per game, despite not scoring a single touchdown. All the other tight ends in the top 12 have at least two touchdowns. Um, so, I think he's a solid mid-tier tight end one. There's nothing about Evan Ingram that like screams that he shouldn't be scoring touchdowns. Trevor Lawrence is starting to play better back-to-back big fantasy games for him. So I think the touchdowns will come and it'll probably be a down touchdown season as a whole. But like there's nothing inherently about Evan Ingram that says he should be scoring less touchdowns than some of the other tight ends, you know, in a similar range. So I like him rest of season as a nice play, and he will definitely be a start. And that's going to wrap it up for all the week 13 tight end matchups. If you guys enjoyed the video, smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, check out the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, rankings out tomorrow. Any questions, drop them down below. Thank you for stopping by, and I'll see you in the next one.